0: Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.
1: Donna and Donna Dort, and This is Lee Dort, and I'm Donna Dunk. This is Dort, and I'm to dunk. I'm Josh Giddey, and I'm down to dunk.
2: Hey, this is Kenny Hustle, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Darius Basley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Poker, and I'm down to dunk. I love cereal. Captain Crunch. Salmon Toast Crunch. Cracklin Oat Bran. Oh, I can have these? I'm going to share with my team, but I'm a hog monster. Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me, as always, on Mondays is my good friend, Michele Barrett. Michele, what's up?
1: Well, uh, it seems that uh, we had a great game last night. It was fun. It was I, fun. I know that you brought the entire family there.
2: so I did bring my whole family there, which is a... If you have children... You know, that it's a much different viewing experience when you have a uh, three-year-old in your lap the whole time and trying to watch the game in a somewhat serious manner. But you know what? The Thunder and the Grizzlies didn't show up in a serious manner either because they both wore the same jerseys. They both wore white. And it was hilarious because they walk out there and you're like, they take off the warm-ups and it's like, oh, uh-oh. And you're like, Surely no, no. they're not going to play like this. And they stood there for a minute. Everybody's kind of like pointing at each other. It's really funny. Um, yeah. So it was it was a hilarious way to start the game. My kids are like, what's going on? Why isn't the game starting? It's like, well, you can't wear the same clothes as the other team. So <laughs> the, the Grizzlies had to go change. <laughs> oh. Yeah,
1: when I, when I opened the game, I mean, uh, there is a – I mean, on League Pass – when you open like a, a replay there is the entire duration of the game and it was 2:35, and i said oh no another overtime why <laughs> and, and it was just the beginning uh, so that's uh yeah that was a pleasant surprise i i, I went through to the 10 minute mark which is where uh the tip of is usually placed mm-hmm. and i saw like ja and shay looking at each other <laughs> Okay, that's that's very weird, and it's weird that uh, OKC is involved in both of this um, um, uniform dilemma over the past few yeah. years. it was last year, right? Or during it was the, last
2: year. They changed it halftime, I believe. Yeah, that game where it was like, yeah, we just can't, we can't keep doing this. This is this is not a yeah. good idea. <laughs> and they had to. I'm glad that they immediately did it because that's a. Uh, it's just a weird move. It's Just a funny. Yeah, move. that's
1: it's impossible to play. Even pickup is hard when everyone is, is wearing the same color. I can't imagine like yes. professional basketball.
2: Right. Yeah, exactly. So, actually a decent game. it was great last night. Offensively, he had his normal moments where he's just doing some stuff. However, I shot the ball well, had a lot of dunks, he was cutting well. You know, Shea was finding him, his teammates were finding him. I enjoyed The stylings of Darius Baisley, obviously, Shea was back on track after what was kind of Mm -hmm. a mess of a game against Minnesota. And then Lindy Waters, the third man, he's, I'm not ready to declare him even a dude yet. However, it's nice to have a a, a young-ish player that's contributing and is an actual shooter. Like that's it's just yeah. nice to have a shooter that could possibly develop. I don't anticipate him being like a huge part of the team moving forward. He's on a two way contract through next season as well, so I I expect him to stay on the two way and they just mm-hmm. use him whenever. But it's just nice to have a prospect that you're trying to develop that's a shooter.
1: Yeah, um, I was doing Thunder After Dark uh, earlier today, and John told me, and I was impressed. Said, yeah, he's shooting just 34.2 percent. Yeah, that's that's not right. He um, started really bad
2: out the gate, uh, he yeah, but even
1: in anything. the past 10 games, I, I thought that, and then I watched the past 10 games 34.5.
2: So, yeah, but how many games bit- has he played though? He hadn't played, he hadn't like really played that many games yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. In any case, I mean, um, the point. of of waters is that he's a guy that can take shots and 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 like take a lot of them because in that it doesn't take a lot for him to get up and that is usually a very good thing for shooters like it's not like shea where he has to 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 do a little bit of work to get it up it's not like a fast shooter waters is a very quick shooter he's a guy that uh can he doesn't need much space uh nor vertically nor in terms of time And, and that and that is uh that is interesting. And it seems that it's not like a one-type kind of shooter. Like, hey, if I'm getting the, the ball there, I'll be effective. If I get the ball here, maybe not so much. He seems like a versatile shooter of the catch. Yep. I want to see more of on the move, which is, again, my my thing. Or mm-hmm. it's the thing with, mm-hmm. shooter, with shooters. Um, but I love the fact that he's not short. He's tall for a shooter. 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, yeah. I don't know how... <clears throat>
2: Yeah, 6'5, 6'6. Six, six. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So he has size. I mean, if the shooting projects and the defense is not awful. I mean, I don't know if it's with OKC, but yeah, those guys are awful. space in the league. Yeah, it's awful in, in spots. Yeah. I wonder how much that is. Hey, I'm I'm new um to this uh to this kind of speed.
2: Yeah. I mean, I was talking to somebody, I was actually talking to Anthony Slater earlier today mm-hmm. and we both went to Oklahoma State. We both really like Lindy. We want Lindy to work and he's like his first thing out of his mouth was how in the world is Lindy Waters in the NBA? <laughs> you know, you watch him at OSU and there's nothing that makes you think like, oh my goodness, like there's a role player in the NBA. There's been guys in the past that I've thought like they could probably make it in the league and didn't. Uh, Lindy was never really one of those guys and credit to him like he's really worked He's made it work. And with the blue, I hope that it works for him long term. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to tell right now because if you're healthy and you have a Thunder uniform that has the, your last name on the back, you're getting minutes right now. Yeah. You know, and you're getting significant minutes. There's just not anybody on the team. And so it's just really hard to know. Like if this team is healthy, are they even using him for ten minutes off the bench? I mean, the answer is probably no. So it's just hard to know yes. like what's real and what's not when we watch this team right now, outside of Shea, honestly.
1: Yeah, but when you see the defense react to to, 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 to a guy defensively, that counts for something, right?
2: Like, yeah, I mean he's a sh- he's a shooter. Yes, yeah. he's a shooter. I just yeah. wonder if he can do enough else to what else? to make it defend. I don't care if to, he does anything
1: else. To what kind of level?
2: To just a stay-on-the-court kind of level where, I mean, like, I'm not confident that Lindy Waters could play minutes in the playoffs, you know? Yeah, but that, that's that's
1: way ahead of saying, hey, it's not in the rotation in, in an NBA team. Like, being on an NBA team... One regular season is one thing.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if if we're in search of a guy, if we're in search of a guy, and we think that he's he's one of the guys, I mean, that's 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 like the that's the bar you have to clear for me. And I'm saying, like, I think that he's going to be on the team next year, and as a two-way player, I'm just a little dubious of what he could be long-term and projecting that. I just. I, I oh, no, to see it's, more, it's
1: too early for that. To yeah. me, it was just a very short-term project. Like, yeah. hey, next year, let's play more. Uh, in two years from now, probably so. Like, um, if the shooting is real. I, I mm-hmm. Again, um, there are shooters that, in time, they may have one good season, uh, even on, on volume three-point shooting, and then mm-hmm. the season after, it's, it's a disaster. So sure. it's very early to draw any conclusion, uh, but the conclusion I made is, hey, this guy, I want to see him a little bit more. Yeah. In a little bit more of a competitive environment, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you talk defense, I mean, Trey Man last night was terrible. Like, even worse than, than Lindsay, uh, Lindsay uh yesterday. So, yeah. it was very bad. Um, yeah. And so was Shea in, in, in spots. So, the defense right now seems like a little bit lost, and... You can't help yourself, but notice that minutes with Shay do not correlate really well during the season with minutes of high level defense yeah
2: i mean this is a skeleton crew like this is not yeah this is yeah this is the this is the blue this is this is shay in the blue, you know like that's what they are yeah, right and he now. has good moments, yeah they in, had some fun the, moments um, last night they they scrapped together a quarter and a half of pretty good basketball last night. Yes. And that was enough to keep them in it. You know, that's, that's great, that's great.
1: Yeah, and, and, and last thing on, on Waters, it's so nice to see that Shea just need a guy like that to mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Like as soon as you give him a little bit of space, no matter if he's like a Joe Harris or a guy like Lindy Waters, if the defense shifts a little bit, and Zaire Williams was doing that um, later in the game, where he was just paying attention to Waters in the corner yeah. and, and maybe not helping, uh, not hover helping on Shea, that was enough to clear the way for Shea. Mm-hmm. It, it's insane how easy it is for Shea to be uh, effective on offense if you think about the, uh, the players he was playing with it's just he, he just needs a competent shooter out there in the opposite corner and his life is easy
2: yeah uh, the fluke asked about DJ Wilson just so everybody knows, DJ Wilson was signed to 10 day with the Raptors and had a season ending injury um, so he will not be with the Thunder
1: at yeah. all. he was having good moments in the G League though
2: he was crushing the G League man That was it was cool Uh, Speaking of injuries, uh, we we don't have an official update from the Thunder on Josh Giddey for a minute. However, I do have um, an update on Josh um, from, you can call it whatever you want a source with knowledge of the situation, a source close to the situation, whatever you want to call it, uh, that he has been dealing with this hip injury for a while. And, I don't know if it hit a tipping point or if it hit the point where it was just like, we need to get you healthy or whatever it is. He does have a legitimate hip issue, which is being called into question because it's late in the season and it's, uh, you know, for this time for a lot of teams, it's winning time. This time for the Thunder, it's losing time. And a lot of people just answer like, hey, why is Josh Giddy out all their tanking? It's like, well... Okay. It could be part of the story that they shut him down because it's time to lose. However, I really, I really have a hard time like buying into that line specifically because of how po- important it is for the fit between he and Shay to work. That you wouldn't yeah. want to use this time to have those two. I mean, and those two with this crew they're not going to win games. You know, they may beat Orlando or whoever, but they may beat Orlando yeah. anyways, you know, upcoming. So it is an hey, ongoing who is playing
1: pretty good. Who? Orlando. They're playing, they're playing well. well.
2: They're playing well. Yeah. Their defense is like stepped up significantly. Hmm. Um, but it is something that he's dealt with. There's no decision that's been made. I know that it was said on a ESPN podcast last week that he's going to miss the remainder of the season. Um, uh, my source says that that's not been decided, that they are still trying to figure out what's going on with his hip. They want to give it ample time to um, respond, I guess, to the treatment that they're giving it to see what they're going to do. Now, could he miss the remainder of the season? It's possible. There's not that many games left. I think there's only like eight home games left. So
1: yeah. it's and they, possible. They, they told me that tanking Idy's usually gets better uh, in <laughs> May or June. So June. I'm sure that he will be okay um, <laughs> after that period. Um, but no, I mean, in, in, it's why forcing it?
2: Mm.
1: Like, yeah. yes, it's good development time. Uh, Shea and Gidi will have planning next season. Yeah. Um, and if you're not 100% sure, that something that is mechanical or like, for example, if he bumps into someone else, is it mm. worse? Does it make it worse? Or, or it's, I mean, if you have even the slightest chance that that thing can, like, can be worse uh, in the summer, um, you stop it.
2: Well, and like, you could you argue stop. that you would rather have him sit now and then use the off season to work on his game. Yeah. Then push it to the end of the season and then have to sit out for like four or five weeks or whatever it's going to be. Oh, it's much worse, you know. Then like using that using this time to get better, and watch tape, he's still around the team. It's funny my 3-year-old sitting in my lap and he's like where is Josh Kitty? He's like you need to show me where Josh Kitty's like I can't see him. He's not here. And so I had to get him to zero in on Josh Giddey's mint green hoodie that he was wearing last night. It was really funny. But he's around the team and in the off season, I think he is gonna spend some time back in Australia to start the off season and then he's gonna come back and he's gonna work. And I I would personally if he is going to change his shot like he said he's going to, or at least tweak it, I'd mm-hmm. rather him have the health to do that than to you know go in and lose to all these teams you know so there's a lot of arguments to be made there is a legitimate injury I was (laughs) I was poking and prodding just for somebody to say that honestly because yeah and I know it probably frustrates a lot of people around the organization and probably the players too that people are questioning whether these injuries are legitimate Um, and a lot of people are out there tweeting that they're not but the truth is like you're saying that you just don't really know, and even though it's a legitimate injury, perhaps it's something that he does play through. If this team is like fighting for the playoffs, or if they're like the two seed yeah. or wherever, and they're gonna, he's gonna have to play through it anyways. We don't, I don't know the 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 severity of it. Obviously, he was playing through it and playing well. I mean, he's yeah. playing well, you know, th- through like, through the hip injury that he had. So I don't know how serious it is, but you know, it is legitimate. They do want him to get back to 100%. And, like, that's that's where they're at with it right now.
1: Yeah, didn't Paul George play an entire series with the same injury that Lou Dort has right now? Yeah. I think it did. Yeah. So there are injuries where you can play through to some degree. And Paul George was not great in that problem series, but it was not bad mm-hmm. uh, by any stretch of imagination. So you can play through, like, a lot of stuff. Uh, but again, Why? Uh, there is no point, yeah. especially if it's not like contract year for you, right. uh, which is, it may be sort of maybe that thing for Dort, but this sounds like, hey, we are we are good here.
2: Yeah. Um, or if he's like the rookie of the year, like leader, and it's like, you know, yeah. we'd really, it'd be nice to have that hardware for him and for the team. So let's keep this going. And yeah. then push your rehab, you know. After the season's over, it's like, well, he's gonna like he's battling for third, you know, fourth. Yeah, in he's gonna be first-team rookie. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's disappointing, certainly, but you know, there is legitimacy to what's been going on with him, whether you question that or not. I know a lot of people did. I just, you know, brought on one of my buddies' podcasts, and he's he doesn't think it's legitimate. And I think. The part of it that's hard is at the time, like it's always like the timing with this, and um, yeah. you know, legitimate in that, like he could he couldn't play through it. I don't know. Yeah, you but know? even
1: even the timing, it's not like why do you play that game after the All Star break if you already made up up your mind? Like I don't know. In that game, I, in that game, I, that you basically put all the comments and saying, hey, we're going to give the ball to Giddy. Giddy will be your maiden ball handler. Mm-hmm. Are you really going to do that if you think that Giddy isn't gonna play for the rest of the season? Sure. No, you don't. You just don't. And the thing um, is like he
2: did I can confirm he did not sustain the injury in that in that first game. Like the injury was yeah, not the, sustained in that game.
1: He sure felt it.
2: He must have felt it.
1: Yeah otherwise why why sting him after that moving. game?
2: I don't know. He wasn't moving Any different after the game i didn't think i'd have to go i actually need to go back and look at my stream because a lot of times i'll try to video them a little bit as they walk up or they walk out um however it doesn't really matter Um, no
1: it doesn't it's 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 very weird that you put yourself into this situation where you have to um you have to discuss with shay that sentence whereas if you Mm -hmm. if it's just one game and then you sit then hey play this one then we'll We'll talk later. Hey, you don't, listen, you
2: don't I, I am not complaining at all because it gave us something to talk about on the show. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was. I'm not um, complain about the content that was created from that moment. Um, you know, it's it is what it is, and he's going to be reevaluated. Hopefully, he can play. You yeah. know, for at least a few games. You know, they've got maybe sure. he can
1: play five games in April so that he can win rookie of the month even on that game and just missing March
2: <laughs> I know it's kind of a bummer he's not going to win I would bet you Jalen Green will win it this month for yeah. the month of March which is kind of a bummer but you know you can't win it if you don't play so and yeah. and Jalen Green would probably have a chance to win it even if Giddy yeah. was playing because
1: but I want out. to say something about um Shay being the number one guy okay because I, I had a lot of questions. Uh, I did an AMA uh, during the weekend and like, I get this question a lot, like, is this version of Shay really changing your mind about who is going to be on the ball more? I I think that the more I watch him, the more I think that there is a version of Shay that is more successful than the current one, where it just has the ball in, in situations where it can be extremely dangerous for for the opponent defense sure. i mean think about steph i know that it's always him and my examples but he because it fits so many things offensively yeah. like yeah. suppose that steph has to take 20 shots a game heavily contested yeah can he do that sure again he will probably make 36 37 percent of those um okay like but why do you want him to play that way i want curry to leverage the defense to move the defense around following him and then trying to getting open shots open looks that is what i'm trying to make it, there is no real like there is no more honor in in taking difficult shots if you can get away with easier ones and you can help creating easier one which is the hardest part yeah. that's why i think that in moments even moments yesterday Shay tried to be off the some, uh tried to move around to create space uh in different ways create space for for men for for Basley. that didn't work particularly well but anyway i really think that the more i watch this team the more i see shay being not necessarily the guy who brings the ball up the court because I don't see any value. I really see the value on Giddy surveying the floor, making the first read, and then the team plays off of that. With yeah. maybe Giddy and Shea being a little bit more involved one another in in two man games and stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I'm more and more convinced that there is nothing that will harm Shea's future in playing with a with a gifted passer like Giddy.
2: Yeah, they made it clear that they, they have want to play multiple. out
1: of your card well.
2: Yeah. They want yeah. multiple ball handlers. They've made that clear. Is that they don't want yes. a heliocentric offense. Like that's not what they're looking for. And you know, I mean, Dallas is seeing it right now that they're they're playing a lot better with a, another guard in Spencer Dinwiddie next to Luka. Mm-hmm. And rather than him just being like the the son of the Mavs solar system, I think that they they need more than that and. And he still is that to a large degree, but I think having somebody else that can create a little bit is helpful, and I, that's why they drafted Josh. You know, they they want mm-hmm. somebody that can do that. You know, they could have taken a Jonathan Kaminga, where if they wanted a heliocentric Shea offense, like Kaminga's like way better as a guy that can rim run and
1: yeah, you know play finisher.
2: shoot it, play finisher, you know, crazy athleticism. You know, a guy that you can throw lobs to. You know, that's he would have been a much simpler fit if you were going for that. They weren't going for that. They want multiple ball handlers, they want their offense to not be as predictable. You know, just because Shea doesn't start with the ball doesn't mean that he's not going to get it back. A lot of times you start a play to get the ball to him. They run, if you just watch the Thunder's plays, I mean, they're always running. Plays to get guys a ball in a certain situation. They do that with Trey. Trey doesn't bring the ball up, but a lot of times Trey is finishing possessions mm-hmm. because of the position that he gets put in through a play that they run. So, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be concerned about it or look at this version and and say decide one thing or another. I mean, we don't know who they're going to draft or what position they'll be in 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 May for the draft lottery. Like we just don't know. And then what's going to happen in June? How many guys do they take? What, you know, who do they keep from this roster for next season? And There's just so many questions to answer before you can arrive at what does the ultimate role of Shea and Giddy look like? Well, do they draft a guy that's better than both of those guys? And then it Maybe. shifts everything for them? It's possible. Does that happen in the next two years? It's possible. So let's just hang on before we try to define the rest of these guys' careers today. You know, you can't jump ahead too much. You have to see what you got. And the rest of this season, it's, I'm glad that Shea's playing because otherwise this would be a really tough watch, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. There, there are moments where you're just like, oh, boy. Like, I don't know how they're going to manufacture points and I don't know how they're going to keep the yeah, other team from scoring. So bad. Teo's. So bad. Teo is uh, this season's Teo. He is uh, unchangeable in that way.
1: Yeah, I really wonder if that's. if he's nearing the goal line. Um,
2: yeah, especially if there's. I mean, if they drafted like Jaden Ivey or something like that, it'd be like, all right, peace.
1: <laughs> yeah, and on the draft, like, take the Celtics. They draft two players with the same size. Yeah. With very similar skills mm-hmm. and and yes the it was not crystal clear uh they are probably still missing something uh to ignite the offense to a certain degree but like uh, do you think that they want to get rid of one of the two uh, mm-hmm. no, no no they they, no. they are not they are clearly work. not so yeah. even if they okay she ends up with four five very good guards like say they draft uh ivy and they have trey man ivy shea giddy and dort
2: mm-hmm.
1: sure Make i mean
2: work. a lot of those, yeah. the, the good thing about it is that you've got giddy who can play up you got dort who can play up you have trey yeah. who Cannot can't play up. can't play up but <laughs> can play on the court and we'll try yeah you know so
1: yeah exactly i mean again then think about like good teams in the past uh, that had like guys that were not clearly power forwards or small forwards and still and yet they played the same role and mm-hmm. that those teams were successful so yeah. again put talent put shooting around Shay and whoever and you will probably get something very good out of it.
2: All right, we're going to take a quick break on the other side of that break. We're going to go big picture, looking at the schedule, looking at how the Thunder are performing on offensive defense through this stretch. We'll be right back.
0: This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. You can talk to a real human in customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com/slash credit card. And we're
2: back from that quick break. McKelly, the Thunder are 29th in defense post-All-Star break. That feels about right. Yep. 121.3 yep. defensive rating. That's real bad. Real, no, real bad. No, it's awesome.
1: It's awesome. That's Their that's offense,
2: this is surprising. And this isn't good by any stretch. But 106 is their offensive rating. It's 29th in the league. Mm-hmm. But 106 is not like a bad offensive rating. Like, that's not horrible from where they had been this season. There were times where they were under 100. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, that's decent. But then you look at, since the All-Star break, like the Bucks are 122. Minnesota's one nineteen. You know, the average offensive rating since the break is one fifteen. It's like, whoa. Like that's wild. Offense is like exploding right now. And then you have the Blazers who have a ninety seven point nine offensive rating, which is just unbelievable. And the fact that they won a game, wow. That's they have a negative twenty five and a half net rating since the since the All Star break. And they won a game during that stretch which is just mind-blowing. Uh, still number one in defense since the All-Star break, the Orlando Magic, who barely have a negative net rating. Negative 0. 0.1 net rating.
1: That's awesome news.
2: It's very good they're news.
1: Not, they're not too far behind. It's not like last year where OKC had like 18 and and yeah. the other teams had 11, 12, 13 I think they're pretty close. Do they have like two games? uh, Two and a a Uh, half.
2: Two two and a half half. um, ahead of. Detroit's two and a half ahead, and then Orlando's three ahead.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't put my hopes uh, high for Houston. I don't think that they will win. Yeah. Houston now has the worst
2: record in the league. So.
1: Yeah, but but hey, Detroit and Orlando. I'm
2: not getting my Maybe. hopes too. I'm not getting my hopes too high. I'm just glad that the Pacers won a game and that the Thunder sure. are two games ahead of them. That's what I'm most glad about at this point. Yeah, that's if we that's can very narrow. If we can get to three or two. I don't think I really just don't think it's going to happen because we have to play Orlando twice. We got to play Detroit. I mean, you look at the Thunder strength of schedule the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, they're twenty fifth in strength of schedule. They've got Orlando twice, Detroit. They play the Spurs still. They have the Blazers twice, which yeah, my that's gosh, they uh, somehow play the Lakers again. Oh no. Oh, no, In LA, too many winnable games. And then they play Charlotte. Is like they're – they play Charlotte tonight, second night of a back-to-back, yeah. but at home. Uh, they're not playing well. And then they've got, like, one against the Suns, one against the Heat, one against the Jazz, one against the Celtics, one against Denver, which, like, Denver just craps the bed every time they play the Thunder anyways. And then they have one against the Clippers. Um, so it's – you know, the strength of schedule is not – it's not great for the tank war for OKC at this point. Yeah. So I think four is fine. Like If they land at four, I think that's, you know, totally fine.
1: Um, I'm so glad that my prediction on the Halliburton-Sabonis trade is actually coming to fruition. What was your prediction? That both, yeah, both teams will be basically the same as before, as bad as before. <laughs> they both
2: stink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. They both stink. Man. Um, you watching any March Madness coming up? We've had conference tournaments. We had Selection Sunday. You got any predictions or thoughts on? I have the tournament
1: follow this year even less than last year. Mm. So I basically have no idea who is on the bracket. Um, I have <laughs> no idea who should be the favorite. I know that Gonzaga is pretty good. Yep. I know that Duke may be okay. Uh, that's yeah, they're it. good.
2: Uh, any any guys that you like? Have you watched anybody yet?
1: No, not 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 okay. to um
2: okay. not to. Um, we we'll get there to
1: a responsible degree to say anything. Yeah. Um, now it's my life is uh quite busy over the past few months.
2: <laughs> <That is>
1: quite <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'll try to I'll try to 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 watch a little bit more um, in the coming weeks as yeah. soon as the season is over just to try to do my usual um, focus on the on the draft and stuff like that. But so yeah. far.
2: When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free when it was time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, You're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier they even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com dunk. That's linkedin.com dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I have a, uh, a quick uh, trade scenario for you, just to uh, bring back some Dort hate.
1: Oh, you, uh, yes, I'm ready.
2: If you've got some. The, so this is from Ethan Nickel, who sends me DMs um, every once in a while and always has some interesting questions. I'll tell you how I answered it after. So he said, let's say that the draft order looks like this, where the Thunder finish with the seven where they finish they get the seventh pick in the draft and then the 15th pick was the clippers pick so let's say that that's where they're at would mm-hmm. you trade the clippers pick and dort for the eighth pick which in this scenario is the Sacramento Kings so dort and 15 for eight I said no because like I don't know that the eighth pick in this draft is even going to be as good as Dort, <laughs> you know? And then plus you get, I think that things get flat pretty quick in this draft where it's like, man, I just don't know who's going to be, like the 15th pick could be as good as the eighth pick. Like nobody, it's, that's just where it's, there's just so many question marks. So that's where I kind of left it.
1: Yeah. And um, I mean, I would pose a question. Mm-hmm like suppose that we are discussing this trade um as managers i mean what is getting me 15 30 and my second round there
2: yeah i don't know
1: does it get me to 12 to 10
2: <sighs> might get you might get it might maybe it does
1: then I'm basically evalu- evaluating that Dort is worth a pick in the 30, a second rounder, and a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Which is probably undervaluing him a little bit. Yeah, not to, uh,
2: like, not to a crazy degree. I
1: don't think, sorry?
2: I said not to a crazy degree though. I don't think that's overvaluing him to a crazy degree. Or no, under, no, him, I mean.
1: No, but I, I don't think that you can get an unprotected pick for Dort. The yeah. mm, I, I don't think so. Yeah, um, no, that, um, that is not the market. So, so yeah. a protected pick plus a second, I think that that is probably fair value. The fact that it is the number 30, that makes it a little bit more stinkier. But, I mean, to me, the proper value of Dort is picking the teens
2: mm-hmm. plus something else. Mm-hmm.
1: And and I don't see value in trading him for that. I need to get more than that. Yeah. So in the end, to me, it's a no
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, because I would probably achieve similar results uh, with a different package that is worth less.
2: You just have to really love who's who's at eight. The Thunder yeah. would have to just be like, man, we love Johnny Davis, or maybe Jalen Dern falls to eight, and they're like, you know what, like we can turn this guy into a star big man. Like we need to. To take we need to to do this that then it makes sense when it's for a specific guy when it's just for the eighth pick like in a random draft the eighth pick it's like a oh, wolf <laughs> you know
1: yeah but even even a specific guy like it really depends on what you think about dort yeah. because if you think that he's taking is is commanding like 20 millions plus as a as a salary <sighs> Then it, it it's probably hey, okay. If you have let's put it this way, if you have negotiation where you already know that the value is not there salary-wise, then hey, yes, take the trade. If 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 the salary is making you in a, an uncomfortable spot, then you probably do it even even if you don't think that this is fair value. Yeah. Um but if you have it on, on a very nice salary, which is not the cheap. Necessarily. It may be something starting at 15. Yeah. That is not offensive for a guy like Dort. Yeah. I really think that there are like, like salaries in between what it can be the maximum value that you can take in the and the 12 million of the Inky special. So if you get somewhere in between and you really like the value, hey, sign him. There mm-hmm. is no point. If you don't, then you may consider trade like this. Um yeah. and you have so many assets. If you really want to get to eight, you can do it without putting Dort into the mix
2: yeah probably so and i would just be really sad to see Dort play in Sacramento too i just i just don't want to see Dort wear a Kings uniform (sighs) we can send him somewhere else we get like get him get him to the Spurs get him to
1: what OKC player currently on the roster would you say okay i can well of the good ones not Theo Theo is not an answer uh, that you don't mind seeing in a Sacramento uniform
2: Oh, that's with just, the
1: current ro- and it has to make sense with the roster.
2: That's a sad, sad, sad question. Um, gosh, first of all, you have to think about like who's worth it for the Kings for them to to have out there. You know, playing Muscala with Sabonis would be kind of interesting.
1: You are heartless, Muscala. Okay. Okay.
2: Uh, Darius? Is that the
1: answer? Yeah, Darius makes sense.
2: Darius would make sense for them. Him next to Delmas makes some sense, too. Yep. Especially if you get the version of Darius last night. You know, shout out to Darius again, man. Great game last Bleed night. well. Yeah, It was good to see him pop offensively and then play well on the defensive end. Let's see if he can do it again tonight against a fun offensive team in Charlotte. But they're they're struggling, man. They're they're yeah. they're really struggling right now. The the Charlotte Hornets. Are. Let's see what they are, and then we'll go. Um, thirty three and thirty
1: five.
2: Yeah, thirty three and thirty five net rating currently since the All Star break. Where are they? They can't be very good. They've really they've struggled. They're tenth in net rating. That's not too bad. Where are they defensive rating? Um. This is just kind of... They're, I guess they're pretty mediocre. 17th in defense, and then offensively, they're fourth. Huh, better than I thought yeah. they would be. A lot of people have been yeah. kind of dogging on them. They're four and four since the All-Star break, but positive net rating. Uh, plus four. So I
1: still wonder what's the, the, the real ceiling of this team.
2: I question that, too. I question I that no a lot, idea. too. LaMelo's been up and down. You know, he's not been... Really, the star that a lot of people say that he is. He hadn't been that in the second half yeah. of this season. So, but he has, he has in spots. And then other times there was a game where he had like four fouls in like two minutes and like didn't play hardly at all. It was a weird, that was weird. So, yeah, you rarely see that from big time star players. So, uh, all right. We'll end here. Thanks so much for listening to our pod. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at down to dunk. Follow McKelly on Twitter at Mikey Barra. Follow me on Twitter at Andrew K. Schlecht. Leave us an Apple podcast. Uh, what is it? Five star review? Yeah. I'm, I don't know why. Mm. I just like completely brain farted on that. Five star review. Uh, if you have the purple podcast app. Click on it. Hit the search button. Search down to dunk. Click on it. Hit five stars. Bang. You're done. Leave us a message too. We will read it. All right. Have a great rest of your Monday. We'll talk to you guys again on Wednesday.